Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go on this Tanis Esther morning. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Look around and you'll see 
together after the lighting. Hanukkah is here, time to celebrate. Bayamim Haheim Bazman Hazeh. We play dreidels sitting on the floor. Yossi brings donuts and sings Ma'asur. The Numis bring the lakis, so hot and delicious. Bayamim Haheim Bazman Hazeh. Shira, Shani brings the music, Tova, the streamers, Hanukkah is such a joyous time. We say Al Hanisim and Halel too. We thank Hashem for helping us through. We give Tzedakah and proudly celebrate. Bayamim Ahem Bazman Good life, but it's the end. Where is my son Simo that came to see me from California? Hello, Papa. Goodbye, Simo. Simo, <laughs> my son, it's the end. Don't say that, Papa. It's not the end. Even at the end, my own son is telling me what to say. <laughs> Simo, my boy, believe me, it's the end. All right, Papa, I believe you. It's the end. Simo, I liked it better when you were arguing with me. Papa, is there anything I can get for you? Yes. One thing before I go, I would like one piece of Mama's delicious apple strudel. 
It's my last wish. I'll get it for you, Papa. What else could a man want but the taste of Mama's apple strudel on his lips when he goes? <laughs> I'm a lucky man. I'm back, Papa. Oh, good. The apple strudel. No, Papa. I didn't get it. Mama says you can't have any. What do you mean? Can't have any. She said the strudel is for after the funeral. Getting ready to say happy Purim from all of us here at JM in the AM Monday morning on this Tanis Esther. Today is a fast day. For some of you listening around the world, it's already the middle of the fast day. For us here in New York, it basically just started. It's Monday morning on this March the 9th, the 13th of Adar. Today is the 34th yard side of Hermosha Feinstein, whose funeral was uh, just about half a mile from here 34 years ago today. The year is 5780, and it is Tanis Esther morning. And a special shout-out to those of you who are uh, starting Dafyomi Masecha Shabbos. I know Shabbos began yesterday, so mazal tov to those who completed brachos. And a special shout-out and Hatzlach to those who are beginning or have already begun Masecha Shabbos. Tanis Esther, the fast of Esther. We're on daylight savings time now here in uh, the United States, so it's going to be a little later than, uh, than it would have been last week. Uh, but right around, oh, I don't know, somewhere in the 720-730 area tonight, we're going to start reading Megillah, and we're going to kick off the holiday of Purim, and I hope it's a joyous Purim. I know a lot of people in this audience are uh, under quarantine. A lot of people worldwide are taking extra precautions because of what's going on with coronavirus. Nonetheless, hopefully, please God, we can be with some family and friends and to make it a great Purim together. And rem- remember... One of the ways to make it a great Purim is to keep it on the Nahum Siegel Network all day long because uh, tomorrow, starting with Mayor Weingarten uh, sitting in for JM in the AM, there is going to be a, uh, a tremendous, absolutely tremendous um, marathon of Purim music going on here um, from the Nahum Siegel Network studios. It'll just be, I mean, there'll be so much Purim material. So if you're at your Purim Suda, or if you're preparing Mishloch Manos or delivering them all day tomorrow, you keep it here on the Nachum Siegel Network, and you will have great Purim selections to accompany you all day long. We've postponed our Yeshiva League sports update. That'll be on Shushan Purim on Wednesday. My thanks to Elliot Weiselberg. Very sensitive situation going on right now with uh, a complete halt, basically, to the Yeshiva League because of everything going on. You know that the Sarachek tournament was postponed, and... A lot of things are just falling by the wayside as we speak. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, meanwhile, we we suggest and we encourage everyone to take all of this day to day, and uh, hopefully soon we will have a uh, a uh, noticeable lessening of the coronavirus effect, and eventually, hopefully, it'll be down to zero. Please God. We have a special, uh, here's a special selection to play for you. Listen to this. I'll explain what it is.
That is a recording off of a video of the uh, <laughs> Yeshiva University men's basketball team. Uh, this was the locker room after the game on the Saturday night. This is how they celebrate. There are teams who celebrate getting to the Sweet 16 in a variety of manners. Uh, the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, they celebrate by dancing and singing and uh, chanting the words, Mishinichnas Adar Marbim Bisimcha. And uh, congratulations going out to Coach Steinmetz and all the amazing players who have made us proud all season. But now they've taken this pride to a whole new level. It is just amazing. The Yeshiva University men's basketball team, the Maccabees, Hamakabim, uh, they are now in the Sweet 16 of the Division Three tournament in this country, NCAA. Uh, they had a uh, really solid opening match, opening uh, round game. They had an incredible game Saturday night against Penn State Harrisburg, uh, which they won by about, um, must have been, what, 18 points or so? And they um, scored over 100 points in each of the games. They had a very, very solid and impressive first and second rounds. And now they're getting set for this Friday because Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time, they will... Um, they will have the third round, the Sweet 16 game. That'll happen down in Virginia. And uh, we'll see what happens. They have a few days to prepare. They have Purim to celebrate. And we are looking forward to a uh, another incredible performance by the Yeshiva University Maccabees. Just amazing what they've been able to do. Really incredible. And... Um, we thank them for making us so proud. So many Jews around the world are so proud of what they've accomplished so far and what they continue to accomplish, and we're looking for more and more amazing and wonderful things from the Yeshiva University Maccabees as they continue this unprecedented and incredible quest for a national championship. Yeah, I think we can now, we can now be open and honest about it. They are... Um, they have one goal in mind. Many of the fans had the goal of winning an NCAA game in mind, had the goal of going to the Sweet 16. I, I think their goal is to um, run through them all and get to the big championship game. We'll see what happens. But they are making us very proud, and we wish all of the University men's basketball team, the Maccabees, a very happy Purim as we continue on this Tanis Esther morning at JM in the AM.
That completes our tour of the camp. And if you like, I'll walk you back to the headquarters building. Oh, yes, thank you, General Berkowitz. You know, it certainly has been a very fulfilling experience here, visiting with your troops. I'm, I'm certain my readers will be as impressed as I am with the discipline and precision with which this camp is run, especially since it's an army made up basically of civilians. Thank you, Mr. Campbell. It's always a pleasure showing a member of the press around. Yeah, well, oh, General, uh, excuse me. I... I guess you didn't notice that guard. The, the private we just walked past didn't salute you. He didn't what? He didn't salute me? <laughs> no, General, he, he didn't. Well, we'll see about that. Soldier, is it true that when I just passed you, that you didn't salute me? That's right, I didn't salute you. What's the matter, Mendel? You're mad at me. <laughs> J.M. and the A.M., it's Tannis Esther getting in the mood for Purim at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world of web at on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Hope your fast is going well. It's Tannis Esther morning, Monday at J.M. and the A.M., Erev Purim, Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov from J.M. the A.M. גלי צהל מירושלים השעה אחת, שלום רב, כאן הגר קרני עם מה שקורה עכשיו. משרד הבריאות פרסם את רשימת המקומות בהם שהו חולי הקורונה האחרונים שהתגלו בישראל. מדווח כתבנו לענייני בריאות מאיר מרציאנו. בין המקומות הבולטים טיסות של חברת אלה על מרפאת חזב הלב בבלינסון ושלל אזורי השדה. את הרשימה המלאה, התאריכים והשעות ניתן למצוא באתר משרד הבריאות. כמו כן עולה כי שלושה מהחולים הם בני משפחה אחת. חולה אחרת מאזור הדרום חזרה מאיטליה, אך עם זאת הפרה את הוראות הבידוד הביתי ויצאה למרכז מסחרי בשכונה ד' משרד הבריאות הפיץ כעת הנחיות חדשות לפיהן ישראלים ששבו ממצרים לרבות סיני נדרשים להיכנס לבידוד ביתי של 14 ימים. כמו כן, שר הפנים אריה דרעי אסר כניסת זרים ששהו בשבועיים האחרונים במצרים. בתוך כך יושב ראש ההסתדרות ארנון בר דוד תוקף את המדיניות הכלכלית של ישראל נוכח המשבר ואומר לאמיר איבגי המצב חמור יותר ממה שחשבנו. אני מודאג מאוד מכך שאין פה מנהיגות כלכלית שתנהל את האירוע הזה ואנחנו לא רואים פתרונות אמיתיים, אנחנו רואים דיבורים. אני כרגע מצפה מהאוצר שיתחיל לנהל את האירוע ולתת פתרונות אמיתיים ולא יחלקו עצות עכשיו להתייעלות ועד עובדי הרכבת קורא למנכ"ל הרכבת ולשר התחבורה לסגור את תחנת נתב"ג. עם הפרטים כתבנו לענייני תחבורה אליאב בטיטו. על רקע הימצאותם של מספר חולים בנגיף אשר חזרו מחוץ לארץ ונסעו ברכבת על אף האיסור, פנו בוועד העובדים בקריאה לסגור את תחנת נמל התעופה בן גוריון. בשבועות האחרונים התגלו מספר חולים שחזרו להמשך בידוד ביתי, וזאת לאחר שנסעו ברכבת. בעקבות כך חלק גדול מנוסעי הרכבת והעובדים שוהים כעת בבידוד. 
נגיף הקורונה ממשיך לשבש את אירועי הספורט בעולם. משטרת פריז הודיעה כי המשחק בשלב שמינית גמר ליגת האלופות בכדורגל בין פריז סן ג'רמן לבורוסיה דורטמונד התקיים ביום רביעי ללא קהל. כתבנו אורן פדידה מוסר כי המשחק בפריז מצטרף למשחק של ולנסיה מול אטלנטה שייערך בשלישי בספרד גם הוא בדלתיים סגורות. כתב אישום יוגש נגד תושב עכו בגין רצח הנער בן ה-17 בנהריה לפני כחודשיים, מדווח כתבנו קובי מנדל. אבי צ'יצואשווילי בן ה-17 מנהריה נרצח בחודש ינואר ברחובה הראשי של העיר כשעבר באקראי במקום. היד של החיסול עבריין מעכו נפצע קשה. המשטרה עצרה מאז עשרה חשודים בדירת מסתור בעתלית, אך תשעה שוחררו ונגד אחד מהם, הלעיל חילו בן 25 מעכו, נאספו ראיות לכאורה, והוא יועמד לדין בימים הקרובים בבית המשפט המחוזי בחיפה, על עבירת רצח וכן ניסיון רצח של אותו היעד שכאמור נפצע. מזג האוויר מעונן חלקית בעננות בגובה רב, תחול עלייה נוספת בטמפרטורות והן תהיינה גבוהות מהרגיל לעונה. בערי הצפון והמרכז תנשבנה רוחות מזרחיות ערות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Let's go to the end of the day. 
שנכנס, מי שנכנס אדם, מרבים, מרבים, מרבים בשמחה, כי זו מצווה, מצווה גדולה, להיות תמיד, תמיד בשמחה. ואיך שנכנס אדם, איך שנכנס אדם, מרבים בשמחה. ואיך שנכנס אדם, איך שנכנס אדם, מרבים בשמחה.
שם נסיעה קורצו עלו וסומי קורבירו סום יחד חנס מורדכוי צ'ווו סום מויסו הוי סום לנצח וסיק וסום בכל דויר ודויר שוי שם נסיעה קורצו עלו וסומי קורבירו סום יחד חנס מורדכוי צ'ווו סום מויסו הוי סום לנצח וסיק וסום בכל דויר ודויר ליהודים מויסום סוירו
and rode out of the west with a Mogan David on his silver vest. He was mean and nasty right clear through, which was kind of weird, because he was yellow, too. They called him Irving. Big Irving. Big Short Irving. Big Short Fat Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the west. He came from the old bar mitzvah spread with a 10-gallon yarmulke on his head. He always followed his mother's wishes. Even on the range, he used two sets of dishes. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sissy Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Irving. 141 could draw faster than he, but Irving was looking for 143. Walked in the Soul Saloon like a man insane and ordered three fingers of two cents plain. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sport Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. James Boys was coming on a train at first son and the town said, Irving, we need your gun. Well, that train pulled in at the break of dawn. Irving's gun was there, but Irving was gone. <laughs> Irving. Big 
Big Fat Irving. Big Help Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Finally, Irving got three slugs in the belly. It was right outside the frontier deli. He was sitting there twirling his gun around, and Butterfingers Irving gunned himself down. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big dum dum Irving. Big dum dum dead Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Monday morning, jam in the AM on this Tannis Esther with the Ballad of Irving. <laughs> it's March the 9th, the 13th of Adar. Good morning, everybody. Hope your fast is going well on this Tannis Esther. It is Erev Purim. That's right. And, uh, oh, yes, as Avrami pointed out, it is not 2 o'clock now in Israel. It's one twenty-seven in Israel. Uh, there's now a six-hour difference, a six-hour difference between the New York Eastern time zone and Israel, it's a six-hour difference. So the newscast that we normally do, do, which we call 2 p.m., is a newscast that in reality is uh, 1 p.m. Um, now, March 27th, which is Thursday night, well, it's actually Thursday night, March 26th. Thursday night, March 26th, daylight saving time starts in Israel. So for the next... Um, for the next... Um, Two and a half weeks, it'll be a six-hour difference, and then it'll turn back into a seven-hour difference when Israel goes to um, daylight saving time. So in Israel, it's a much shorter fast today than in these parts. Yeah, I would assume in Israel the fast is over like, I don't know, 6, 6.15 in that area. Here it won't be over until uh, sometime way past 7. What did I see? Um, I saw something about the time that the fast ends. What did it say? Seven. It was seven forty, something like that. I know most people are going to be davening Marv and reading the Megillah uh, before that. Check uh, check your local uh, check with your local rabbi and your local synagogue to find out what time the uh, fast ends and to find out what time they'll be um, davening Marv and reading Megillat Esther uh, in your shul. And kudos to those who are making sure uh, to include, however which way they're doing it, those who are quarantined in the Megillah reading. Not easy, but um, there are a lot of people reaching out to those who are not able to go to shul tonight around the world. And uh, collect a vote to those who are helping out. We're going to give everybody Goldwasser the uh, day off on this Tannis Esther morning. Continue with more here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M., one of the uh, great Purim All-Star selections. The Galpaz release from years ago. Monday morning, it's Tannis Esther. Hope your fast is going well so far, and I uh, hope you're getting set for a wonderful holiday of Purim as... Uh, Unusual a Purim as it might be for certain people, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, congratulations to the University Maccabees, the uh, men's basketball team. They are on the way to the Sweet 16, believe it or not, this Friday. They won their first two games in the NCAA tournament. They are representing us in the uh, most amazing fashion possible. That I could tell you. And... Um, They have a goal. They have a goal that has surpassed and is beyond the goal that most of their fans have had. And it seems their goal is to literally win the national championship in Division Three basketball. We wish them the best of luck going forward. Reminder, it is a six-hour difference now between us here in the New York area and the state of Israel. They haven't changed the clock in Israel yet. So right now it's a 1.33 in the afternoon in Israel, which is a little bit different than what we're used to. 
Uh, I remind you that uh, Mayor Weingarten is on at 9 a.m. this morning. He'll have post-election analysis, the new chessboard that has resulted from the actual final results in Israel. Uh, He'll also have a a most moving non-political moment from the AIPAC policy conference. Uh, It's the uh, audio that he's going to present by Rabbi Jacob J. Schachter and Rabbi Yisrael Mayer Lau. Plus the Not To Be Missed weekly Israeli music mix on this Tanis Esther, Erev Purim here on the Nahum Siegel Network. And Jake Novak's going to be on as well uh, today coming up at uh, 11 a.m. with Novak now. And he will have this uh, interesting analysis of just how different, (laughs) just how different both Israeli politics and American politics have become in the uh, last couple of days. Uh, In the last 48 to 72 hours, a tremendous amount has changed on the landscape. And he'll look at the massive changes in politics in both Israel and the U.S. in the last few days, coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, Well, a lot has been said about SAR High School and SAR in general over the last few days. Jonathan Kroll is with us. He's a graduate of YU. Musmuch of Reitz and a founding staff member of SAR High School. He served, and we mentioned this last time he was on, he was six years as head of school down at the Katz Yeshiva High School in Boca and then returned to Riverdale this summer to assume his leadership position at SAR High School, and he is, of course, the uh, principal of SAR High School. Rabbi Jonathan Kroll, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum. Nice to have you on. Um, clarify a couple of things for us. Is every student faculty member, uh, administrative member of SAR now under quarantine? Uh, yeah, that's true, Nachum. Um, everybody, as of uh, Motsi Shabbos, we had a conference call with the New York State Department of Health, and they um, informed us that everybody up until the um, Tuesday the 17th, we are all supposed to be in quarantine. That's everybody who was in school, um, you know, this past, right, right beforehand. Um, we are all considered to have been exposed to the virus, and therefore everybody's supposed to stay in their homes. So essentially those students in nursery through 12th grade are under quarantine. And- Nurse, yeah, that's right. Nursery students through 12th grades, teachers, staff members, it's probably close to 2,000 people. Unbelievable. And uh, and, and just to, just so they, the friends and neighbors and those who know people at SAR understand what they're going through, Many of us, of course, know what quarantine is. Can you describe uh, what is the official policy, what they can or can't do at this point? Well, so I'm going to I'm, I'm going to refer official policy really to State Department of Health. I'll give you the basics. Right. Basically, we are you know, you're staying in your house and you're staying, um, you know, not close to people who are who are not in quarantine. In other words, if you have other family members in your home who are not. Um, in officially in quarantine, there you're, you're allowed to be in the home with them. Um, you're not supposed to be in close contact with them, and that's pretty much how we're uh, kind of operating. I happen to be in a good situation where my wife and one of my children is, are not in quarantine, so they're my lifeline to the outside world. But not everybody in the school community is as fortunate. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, Rabbi Kroll is with us from SAR High School. Well, your expertise is with the high schoolers, but we, we will ask you about the younger kids in a minute. But Start with the high schoolers. How are they reacting to this? How are they handling it? Um, I, I, I cannot emphasize how shocked and um, incredibly impressed I am by how everybody's handling this. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, when you think about a, you know, a lech kenos, a school of Yehudim kind of uh, 
kind of thing going on right now, it's you'd think it'd be impossible in this kind of setting where everybody's limited in their homes, nobody can gather together. Technology has changed that tremendously. We have been um, meeting with everybody online. We have classes. I mean, we have school today. Uh, school today, teachers are conducting their <laughs> classes through video conferencing. Um, it's kind. I mean, I, I I wouldn't say business as usual because it's obviously a bit different, but. Um, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of school going on. That's both in the elementary school level and in the high school level. It, it's pretty remarkable. Um, I, I mean, online classes, or you know, uh, um, a teacher taking care and uh, and and continuing with their curriculum for the older grades, and obviously some of the elementary school grades is understandable. What about the little kids? What about those yeah. those who are not used to being so, in some type of formal educational atmosphere? Well, uh, whether we like it or not, um, kids are pretty used to looking at uh, <laughs> iPads and other devices. And so there are a lot of, you know, the younger grades, teachers, are, there's, the teachers, even the lower grades, are teaching the students. Everybody in school is being conducted, is having classes conducted online, might be reading books, might be reading stories. It is, um, but there is education going on from the youngest kids up to the oldest kids. I got to tell you, the other thing, when it's not just education, I, I, I was I was almost in tears the other day when we were able to coordinate. One of our teachers was sitting Shiva, and he's in quarantine. Nobody, aye, aye, aye. He, we had, we were aye. able to conduct through video conferencing. We had a Shiva call. The entire school was visiting, was paying a Shiva call to one of our teachers, and it was like a totally, like, you know, beautiful, beautiful kind of thing. Unbelievable, I'll tell you. We don't think, those of us who are, thank God, are not in this situation, don't think of all these nuances, all the basic things we take for granted that now one can't do, including just visiting someone on a random basis, whether it's Shiva or any other occasion. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people will be going a bit stir-crazy, but um, the ability to connect uh, via you know, video conferencing really changes things a lot. So it's not unusual for an SAR, I'm, I'm using the extreme, but just play along for a second, yeah. an SAR nursery teacher to be checking in with her students today. It's not unusual. That could happen uh, via, via phone, via iPad, yeah. etc. I wouldn't say, not, I'd say more than that. It's not just that it's not unusual. It will be happening. That's, that's, that is what's going on. That's school. Even nursery. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Rabbi Jonathan Kroll's with us. He's principal at SAR High School. Um, with all this that's happening, and I, and by the way, we should mention that there are other schools and communities that are going through the same thing, right? It's not exclusive to SAR. You, you do have colleagues in this area that are, that are essentially going through the same thing, I would assume, right? Westchester yeah. schools, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so we should keep them in mind as well. Um, so now we've reached this point, or you as a, as a quarantine community has, and meaning the SAR community, has reached this point where now it's Erev Purim. Are you anticipating um, a, a much stronger and more difficult degree of tolerance? Uh, I should say not stronger, but difficult degree of tolerance when it comes to tonight and tomorrow when students are used to really being together with their friends and colleagues during what is you know, essentially one of the best nights and one of the best days of the year, and that's Purim. Yeah, I, I, do, I do anticipate that it's going to be challenging. Um, I'm kind of looking at, you know, the video conferencing thing again as an opportunity to kind of further solidify the Lech Knosset Kol HaYehud and everybody really being in unity. We had, um, you know, we, we had the other day on, on Erev Shabbos, we had, we had the great privilege, uh, one of your 
you know, some of you know you're a fan. Mordechai Shapiro sure. gave a little private concert to with us on our video con- on, a, on the uh, video conference and software. Um, and we had like you know we had we had a virtual tish the other day before Shabbos of like hundreds of kids singing and dancing in their own homes through each other, connecting through video conference. We're planning this evening and tomorrow morning as as per. I get psaac has been going around by Rav Schefter, also mentioned by Kolar Tschemda, that um, people who are quarantined in their homes are going to you know, follow along the Megillah reading and a class if they have. If they don't, just follow along the text. And, and to be Yotze in this Bidyevid situation, um, listening to a video conference. So we're going to be having one of our one of our administrators is going to, I think uh, the plan is for Rabbi Benny Krause is going to be um, laning McGillop with a minion, and that's going to be video conferenced um, to everybody in our community so they could be Yotze. I, I kind of think that's going to be you know, uh, something that could be very, very moving and very unifying. So you, I don't mean you specifically, but the, student, mm-hmm. the students, everybody will, will say amen to the bracha, will hear a live and see a live Megillah reading, and as you described, it may not, may not be the optimal way to do it, but it's the best way under these circumstances to do it. And yeah, boy, that's what we're doing. And boy, oh boy, years ago, of course, that would not be possible. Imagine. It's really remarkable what technology yeah. has done. Yeah, pretty remarkable. Um, and then tomorrow, look, you know one of the, you know, a couple of the really fun aspects of tomorrow is dressing up and, and you know, going out with friends and family members, siblings, etc., to deliver mishloach manos and to get everyone's reaction to costumes, etc. Do you do you think kids? And I mean this seriously. Do you think kids might dress up and and uh, FaceTime their friends and and you know, even though they can't actually make contact with them and or in you know, in terms of sharing food items, etc., they'll uh, they'll be able to participate in some way to make Purim Day a little bit more special. I think they, I think they will have some of that. We certainly have already had some lobbying. From our students to have, uh, you know, to model ourselves after a Pesach Shani, to have some kind of Purim Shani <laughs> at some point in school once that's, we get back. That's great. What a fantastic yeah. idea, I'll yeah. tell you. Hey, it's the month of Adar. Why not? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. If you can't do it on the 14th of Adar, do it on a different day in Adar. We'll figure it out. It's, yeah. It sounds like there's a tremendously positive attitude. Are the parents of those who are quarantined, are they able to cope with this and be as positive as you are, Rabbi? Listen, undoubtedly, parents who are quarantined with younger children, it gets a little bit uh, a little bit tighter in the home than if uh, kids were in high school. But the community has really stepped up. There's a lot of people who aren't in quarantine, a lot of parents, and they've been incredible. We had a, I had a group of parent volunteers who went to school to collect all of the guys' fill-in and right. bring fill-in to people's homes. Right. Um, oh. It's just like a lot. People are stepping up, to, you know, it, it's really, it's really incredible. I, we have a, we have a family who had a, a bat mitzvah scheduled for this evening that had to be canceled because of the, uh, of the virus. Aye, All aye, the aye. food was already prepared and ordered. Aye. Our parent volunteers are bring are today bringing the food that was already ordered <laughs> and paid for and. And bringing that food to um, to the homes of all of these uh, of all the staff members of both the Esther Academy and Esther High School. It's That's... like people are stepping up and really making this incredible. That is unbelievable. So it was supposed to be a Purim night celebration, right? It was supposed to be a Purim night celebration with hundreds of people. Instead, the family generously gave the uh, 
food to be distributed to the staff of the stu- of the school. You know what's funny? Unlike after a few snow days, I think all the students are going to be craving to get back to school. You know, <laughs> you, usually, usually the kids are upset after a couple of days off. They actually have to go back. In this case, when you see everybody that first day, it's going to it's going to be smiles all over the place. Yeah, I, I think so. Listen, I mean, there certainly is a con- there's concern. That, you know, I think that. There are a couple of people who are still like on the mend who are not feeling well. And I think the 99% of our people who are out are, you know, doing are doing fine. But they right. you know, definitely are mindful of the fact that there are some people who that, are that also who must are be not feeling so well. That also must be hard for some of the younger kids. I don't just mean nursery. Yeah. I mean no, that, that, that they're, that they're fe- no, but also that they're feeling fine. They have to go through this. You know, it's one yeah. thing when a kid doesn't feel well and they're in bed and they get it. You know, I'm not I'm not well. I can't leave the house. But it must be. It must be additional frustration when they feel fine and they just can't, yeah. you know, they're, they're just not able to move out of the house. By the way, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was going to ask you. No, go ahead. Sorry about that. Just logistically, in terms of tomorrow, I mean, someone in theory who's not quarantined uh, could deliver something to a house and, and literally leave it for them and, and, you know, they'd be able to open their door and pick it up at some point, right? I would assume that in general, like the, what you just described in terms of food deliveries, that's essentially how it's working, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's how it's working. And people who can't, we've instructed families that have everybody on quarantine. Um, they could be, they could fulfill the mitzvah with the shaliyah and right. have somebody else send out their shalach manos. But it's, uh, that's the plan. I think there's going to be a lot of that uh, dropping the shalach manos off and um, ringing the doorbell and running. Not a lot of uh, <laughs> entering and doing the uh, little behind. Understood. Uh, I'll t- and I assume the best thing in terms of thinking of what be what might be with the you know the future weeks and yamim tovim etc. The best thing is to take this day by day. I would assume you're encouraging both parents and kids to you know let let's see what tomorrow brings. We'll take this one day at a time. Yeah, the situation is very fluid. The Department of Health is uh, trying its best to give us guidance, and you know things do change every day. So we're just going to kind of do it, do the best we can. Unbelievable. Well, Rabbi Kroll, it sounds like uh, you and your administration are doing whatever is possible to make every to make his life to make life as comfortable as possible for those students who are going through this. And uh, do you have uh, any idea um, how many households or what percentage of the households with students have the entire household quarantine, or is that a real minority? In a it's sense, a, it's a, no, that's a minority. That would have to be. Um, I mean, if there are some that 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 is only families where. Um, you know, uh, b- both husband and wife, let's say, teach in SAR, uh, and their children go to SAR. I mean, so there's there's definitely a number of them, but uh, it is a minority. All right, understood. All right, well, I take this opportunity to wish you and all the uh, staff, faculty, administration, and, of course, the students at SAR Nursery through 12th grade, Simchat Purim, a very happy Purim. I think just like the Bat Mitzvah girl, years from now, all these kids will tell their children and grandchildren how unusual this Purim was, right? This is not, this is not going to be an ordinary one. Definitely a memorable Purim, no doubt about that. <laughs> to say the least. And I thank you so much for joining us. And, thank you, Nachum. And Chag Sameach. Rabbi Jonathan Kroll, boy, if everybody uh, if everybody in SAR is as positive as he is, then they are really dealing with this experience very well. And we wish everybody, both SAR and all the other schools and neighborhoods that have a lot of people that are uh, under quarantine, and obviously any individual who's in quarantine during this Chag around the world, we wish everybody Simchat Purim. And we do know that um, uh, it, it, things won't be easy. They won't be as easy as usual in terms of uh, Megillah, Mishloach, Manot, and just in general getting through a day where you generally are so sociable and uh, and spend so much of the time with other people. 
Uh, but as we said, this will certainly go down in history as one of the more unusual Purims. And the most important thing is we should all emerge from this Purim uh, in great health and ready to move on uh, to the next few weeks and the next Yomim Tovim. Uh, that would be the most important thing. So, yeah, it's a difficult situation. And I know I'm, I'm speaking like a big shot because, thank God, I'm not under quarantine with Lee Ayanara. Uh, but, uh, but the most important thing is everybody get healthy and that the community in general and, of course, everybody affected uh, both from within our community and outside our community have speedy recoveries, and uh, for the majority of everybody, of who, who of course, thank God, uh, do not have any of these conditions, uh, they continue to uh, to to just stay healthy. Simple as that. Monday morning on this Tanis Esther. Hope your fast is going well. Ten minutes before eight o'clock as we continue at JM in the AM. Shall we talk? It's not a man, see, 
Wrapping up the hour of the great Purim medley on Tanis Esther morning. It's Erev Purim on a Monday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Another hour to go on JM in the AM. Then, of course, Mayor Weingarten with the Israel Show. Plenty about the election and more coming up. Um, tomorrow, Mayor Weingarten is in for me right here at JM in the AM between 6 and 9 for a Purim morning. And I thank him. He'll entertain everybody with great uh, humor, wonderful music, etc. It's all happening between 6 and 9 tomorrow for Purim morning. Shushan Purim, I am here between 6 and 9. And Thursday, it's going to be Rabbi Crone. Don't forget Rabbi Crone's brand new book. At the Magid Seder is available now. At the Magid Seder is available now. Go to artscroll.com. Rabbi Crone's going to be here Thursday. Go to artscroll.com. You save 15% when you use promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com, artscroll.com. Use promo code radio, and you'll have a uh, wonderful discount on a great brand new book at the Magid Seder. I pay Sach Crone again. Rabbi Crone is here Thursday to discuss the brand new book. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H, Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausages and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954, available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide and being served at millions of Purim Sudas tomorrow. Try, try A&H today. I'm not kidding at all. I saw yesterday when I was at Aaron's in Queens how many people were buying A&H products. Boy, oh boy. Uh, there'll be a lot of uh, A&H being served at Purim Sudas nationwide and around the world uh, on a Tuesday tomorrow. That I can guarantee you. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, in the beloved NSN Apple. Start the 8 o'clock hour with some serious Purim selections. Esther's Prayer from Safam. And then a selection from today's Slichos for Tanis Esther at JM in the AM.
I have a Goldberg reporting, sir. Yes, Private. What is it? Well, Major, it's like this. I heard you needed a person for a mission impossible, and here I am. Well, good boy, Goldberg. This is a dangerous and top-secret assignment. Now, first, you'll take a jet. You'll fly at 30,000 feet, and then you'll parachute out over enemy territory. I'll take a jet, and I'll fly it at 30,000 feet, and I'll parachute out. Major, don't worry about a thing. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. Hmm, well, I suppose we can get you there by boat. Now, when you get to the enemy campsite, you'll steal one of their camels and ride due east 41 miles to the bridge. Let us review. <laughs> when I get to the enemy campsite, I'll steal a camel and ride him due east 41 miles to the bridge. Major, don't worry about a thing. It'll never take place. <laughs> I'm frightened of animals. All right, Goldberg, uh, you'll walk to the bridge. Now, when you get there, you'll take the 100 pounds of high-explosive TNT, you'll tie it on your back, then you'll tie yourself to one of the main beams under the bridge, and when the enemy tanks are crossing, you'll blow up the bridge. Aha! Now, that's a plan. <laughs> I'll tie the 100 pounds of TNT on my back, then I'll tie myself to the bridge, and when the tanks come, boom! Don't you worry, Major. And I'm not going to worry either, because I'm not going to do it. From the boom alone, I get such a migraine. Private, Private, I, I just don't understand you. You're afraid to fly, you're frightened of animals, you're terrified of high explosives. Why did you come in here in response to my request for a volunteer? Major, I came to tell you that on me you shouldn't depend. <laughs> J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> a reminder, this coming Thursday, Ray Pesach Krohn, author of the book at the Magid Seder, is going to be in our studio here at J.M. the A.M. You can save right now by going to artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. Uh, use the promo code radio on the brand new book at the Magid Seder and save 15%. Go to artscroll.com and save 15%. Again, artscroll.com. Use promo code Radio Monday morning, Tanis Esther. Tonight is Purim. Tomorrow, Mayor Weingarten is in for a, a Purim edition of JM in the AM. I am here on Shushan Purim this coming uh, Wednesday. Mazel Tov to those who completed Brachos in Dafyomi. Mazel Tov and Hatzlacharabah to those who've started Masecha Shabbos in Dafyomi. Shabbos started yesterday. Hope everyone out there has an easy fast. Our thoughts are with those who are quarantined and in difficult situations over the next few days. I uh, hope that our community is uh, responding well to those who are in uh, really the craziest of circumstances at this point. Um, congratulations going out to the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, the Maccabees. They are winners, and they are now in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Division Three tournament. Pretty amazing, pretty hard to believe. And uh, we wish them the... Uh, the greatest of uh, Mazal Tovs, making us very, very proud, to say the least. Next game is Friday at 2 p.m. as the YU Maccabees uh, get set to uh, try to get to the Elite Eight in Division Three men's basketball. I hope you're following all the articles and all the social media posts that are going on regarding what the Maccabees are doing. It is simply incredible and really, really wonderful. 
to say the least. JM and the AM on this Monday morning broadcast as we continue. This is a, uh, let's see here. This is a Purim medley as um, done by Micha Gammerman at JM in the AM. Marbim <laughs> Shit, I'm 
I why did you die? I why did you die? Why did you die? Pardon me, sir. But I've been watching you here at the grave for over a half hour. I guess the deceased was a close relative. No, I never met him. I why did you die? Why did you die? I beg your pardon, sir. You say you never met him and you carry on like this. Then tell me, who is buried here? My wife's first husband. (laughs) (laughs) J.M. in the A.M. Monday on this Tanis Esther. It is the Fast of Esther. It's Erev Purim. Thanks for joining us. Tomorrow, Mayor Weingarten sits behind this microphone on Purim. I am here on Shushan Purim Wednesday. Our next sports report, Yeshiva League update. Uh, with the rescheduling of everything and uh, an update on how things have been handled with the whole coronavirus situation, Wednesday at 7.20 a.m. Eastern Time with Elliot Weiselberg. Coming up, Mayor Weingarten with the Israel Show at 9 o'clock with plenty of election information. 10 o'clock after further review with Yoni Pollock. 11 o'clock, Jake Novak has plenty to say about the political scene both in the United States and Israel. He'll discuss that at 11 a.m. on Novak Now. Tomorrow, you have an amazing opportunity. Whatever you're doing Purim Day, make sure NSN is on all day long. You'll be treated to some great music and wonderful uh, Purim atmosphere uh, just by listening in to the Nahum Single Network all through the day tomorrow, and I certainly hope you will. Make sure to be tuned in all through Purim Day. You'll be glad that you're tuned in to us right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Hey, don't forget, for Pesach, we're heading up to the Catskill region to the Hudson Valley Resort. Information, go to Destinations613.com, Destinations613.com. The Hudson Valley Resort is open for Pesach. We're going to be heading up there. Again, it's Destinations613.com, Destinations613.com. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausages in Delhi is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at Better Kosher Supermarkets Nationwide. And there'll be plenty of A&H, both hors d'oeuvres and main dishes being served tomorrow during the Purim Suda. So as I remind everybody always, try some A&H today. A reminder, our Pesach Kron is going to be here on Thursday. Our Pesach Kron is going to be here Thursday at the Magid Seder is the name of the brand new book at the Magid Seder. You could save right now. By going to artscroll.com and using promo code radio, you get 15% off. If you go to artscroll.com and use promo code radio, check it out. It's brand new from Ray Pesach Kron at the Magid Seder. He will be here on Thursday at JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM. Another one of our great Purim medleys on this era of Purim. Tanis Esther morning here at Jam in the AM. Thank God for the the deadline approaching for the World Zionist Congress election. It gives us an opportunity to check in with one of our absolute favorite rabbis in the United States of America. A rabbi who, uh, by the way, with his Rebetzin, according to Facebook at least, have uh, invited everybody to a very Hamish Purim happening at their home uh, right through the BRS backyard. <laughs> or, or or I think the way it works is you park at BRS and go through their backyard. So if you're anywhere near Boca Raton tomorrow, you want to make sure to stop by Rabbi Ephraim and Rebetzin Yocheved Goldberg. Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg is the spiritual leader of the Boca Raton Synagogue, a wonderful friend of ours. And somebody who could tell us why it's important to, at some point over the next couple of days, vote in the World Zionist Congress elections. Rabbi Goldberg, shalom, shalom. I'm going to say an early happy Purim to you, and welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom to you, Nachum. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, the whole world, those who are healthy and able and meet the criteria, are invited to join us for a Hamish and a Freilich and Purim. I don't remember the last time we needed a happy Purim as much as this, as there's so much anxiety and worry in the world which is the influence of an Amalek. We have to defeat it by staying safe and taking precautions, but preserving our sense of happiness and joy. So thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. What was the disposition on Shabbos Zachar at the Boca Raton Synagogue? Did it look like and feel like any other Shabbos Zachar? No, people are nervous. They're uncertain, and the media hype and frenzy, and I think that, um, unfortunately, while technology is an enormous brach, it's a blessing in our lives, it also is able to promote and foment a sense of fear and uh, a real uh, sense of panic and hysteria, which, which are dangerous. So I'm all for the precautions. We've instituted them in the community. We're encouraging them individually. We have to be smart. We have to be safe. But we also have to be sane. We right. have to keep calm and put them on. So as uh, Britain promoted in 1939 when their public was panicking, keep calm and carry on. We keep calm and put them on and do it in a safe way. But to forfeit the happiest, one of the happiest days in the year and the month characterized by happiness for things beyond our control and worry of what will be is foolish. So anyone who dismisses this and doesn't take precautions is a fool. And anyone who's excessive and paranoid and neurotic and promotes fear is also forfeiting something they don't have to give up, their serenity and their happiness. So that's the message this year. Well said, Rabbi Goldberg. We appreciate that. Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg's with us live via telephone from Florida. He's spiritual leader of the Boca Raton Synagogue, of course, doing an amazing job down there and is uh, admired by people all around the world, frankly. Um, So you are one of the people who is encouraging um, everybody in North America, Jewish people in North America, to vote in the World Zionist Congress elections. You know that we... Are part of the uh, are part of slate number four and are therefore encouraging people to vote for slate number four in the election. But but in all seriousness, the most important thing is that everybody vote and they can do so between now and Shushan Purim. There are only two days left. The eleventh of March is the deadline. We recommend people go to voteoic.org, voteoic.org, or by Goldberg. Uh, please tell this audience why it's important to be involved in this process. Well, I couldn't agree with you more, and I'm honored to be on the slate with you, Nachum. To share any space with you is always an honor, although you. you usually take up a significant part of that. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. But, um, but I'll say it's very simple. To me, there's no other area or opportunity in life where a $7.50 investment can return $5 billion. Anyone can show me that investment. doesn't look like the market's going to produce that today or anytime soon. <laughs> $7.50 
$5 billion. So just because we don't yet live in Israel, and all of us should be thinking about not if but when, even those who don't merit to yet live in Israel can have a voice, can have a say, and can influence decisions that matter to our core of who we are. And you don't have to dig deep into your wallet for enormous amounts of money. For a few minutes of your time, and $7.50 of your bank account, you can get a vote that will help determine $5 billion, a billion dollars a year for the next five years. And it's not only where we hope to see that money go, which is, of course, the safety and security to our brothers and sisters in Israel, to promoting Jewish identity and combating BDS, to, of course, supporting the growth of communities throughout the width and breadth of the whole Eretz Israel without any boundaries or false lines in any color, and to promote our Torah values. That's what we care about. But it's not only that. We're trying to stop and combat other influences, um, some different we disagree with, but others really uh, much more pernicious. So we want to stop their impact, and we want to see those dollars go to the values that we hold dear. So to me, there's literally no excuse. And as much as there's been a hawk and a raid in the Torah community, as, as much as the great uh, Godel of Chaim Kanievsky has paskined for the world, that it doesn't matter what segment of the community, the Orthodox community, belong to, there's no excuse not to find the couple minutes of your time, $7.50 of your money, because collectively it can return $5 billion to advance Torah values. And I agree, I agree with you, slate number four is... Um, an excellent slate. It's, it's a collaboration between a lot of organizations and partners who come together. But if you want to vote the Eretz HaKodesh slate, another Orthodox slate, then vote that other slate. The most important thing is that you register, you vote, you're advancing our values with whatever slate that you are. Uh, Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg's with us. It's voteoic.org. That's the uh, portal that we are recommending, voteoic.org. And you only have until Wednesday. And tomorrow is going to be a tough day, everyone, so try to do it today. Tomorrow's not going to be a day where you're concentrating on getting to your computer and voting. So try to take care of it today. Try to take care of it this morning if you can. Um, Rabbi Goldberg, you know, one of the things we talk about whenever we mention World Zionist Congress is uh, is the educational piece. And there really are um, uh, people who come in from Israel to different schools. And this happens in New York as well. But I, I always think, and this could be just a, a complete misperception, but I always think that uh, when, the, when other communities around the country benefit from this, it's an even greater uh, impact. There are people who come in and uh, and really are wonderful educators, and they help the teachers and the personnel that are in the schools in the United States uh, develop curriculum that has to do with Israel, uh, enhance the Hebrew curriculum, really uh, uh, lend an atmosphere of Israel and uh, and Hebrew uh, to our schools that normally they would not have. And I'm sure you've seen this a million times. And believe it or not, I know people may not believe this, the funding that we're talking about can and likely will fund those type of educational exchanges. That's why it's so important, absolutely. Ambassador David Friedman at APAC last week, as part of his speech, referenced the fact that the American Judeo value principles upon which our Constitution is based, they come from Israel. He quoted oh. the Pasuk in Hebrew. Oh. And that's our attitude. That's our approach to life is Torah. And it doesn't matter, again, what segment of the Orthodox community you come to, whether you identify as a Zionist or not, but we all say, we all long for Tzion. So it's from Tzion that Torah emanates, that it illuminates the world. And these dollars help bring not only the Torah of Tzion, it brings the flavor, the personality, the culture, and that connection to Tzion, even while we yet live in the diaspora. There's an amazing passage, Nachman, in Rav Tachtel, Sefer Ema Banam Smecha. He was an extraordinary person who lived through extraordinary times. 
you know, Hungarian anti-Zionist who then through the Holocaust came to realize um, that perhaps he was wrong and, and there should have been a greater longing and wrote really by heart with amazing, amazing knowledge, a comprehensive knowledge of Torah, this book, Ema Banam Smecha. And then there he is, an incredible passage. He says, Kibbutz Gullius, the notion of the Ings gathering of the exiles, is not only a geographic description. We don't have to wait for when from the four corners of the earth Nefesh Benefesh will, our superheroes at Nefesh Benefesh will enable us to transport ourselves physically, geographically to Israel. He writes, Kibbutz Goliath, the ingathering of the exiles will also happen when Jews around the world, when our hearts and our heads, when our attention is drawn to Israel. I like to say that when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is check Times of Israel or Jerusalem Post or whatever your source of Israel news, you can't begin your day, you can't end your day, and 20 times in the middle of the day, you can't go on with your day without knowing what's happening. What happened in the election in Israel? What's happening in the safety and security of our brothers and sisters in Israel? What are the developments in Israel? Wherever you are in the world, if your heart and your mind, if your attention is drawn to Israel, that too is a kibbutz galios. It's a gathering. It's connecting us. So what enables that and what empowers that is Kimitzion Tete Sora, when we bring the personalities, the Torah, the culture. And these dollars help that. They help so many things. There simply is no excuse. There's not a halachic excuse that has the backing of Rav Chaim and others. There's no time excuse that takes a few minutes. There's no financial excuse that's $7.50. And the return is just enormous. Uh, Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg, he's reminding you, and I'm reminding you, voteoic.org, voteoic.org, in order to vote, in the World Zionist Congress election, it has to be done by Wednesday. Wednesday, Shushan Purim is the deadline. We have a couple of really busy days coming up. So please today go to voteoic.org and uh, make sure to um, uh, to vote in the uh, in the World Zionist Congress election. Rabbi Goldberg, is anybody in, uh, in Florida paying attention to the Yeshiva University Maccabees at this point? Absolutely. Everybody's glued to it. I was trying to write a drush a Friday afternoon, but I was utterly <laughs> distracted by following the game. <laughs> It was a very unproductive. I, I wish they would schedule a much more convenient time for rabbis than to play like that. Yeah, I'll tell you, aside from the enormous pride that, that we have this wonderful group of Jewish students who are actually athletic and competing, and not only competing but, but winning, but to me the greatest pride are the side stories that are coming out, whether it's the picture of these young men who don't leave the court without cleaning up all the cups under their bench, right. or the fact that they refuse to celebrate on the court because that wouldn't be nice to the, their opponents, so they wait to get to the locker room, or that they celebrate by singing Mishinich Adar. This is the pride and joy. This is what it means to be committed to Torah, but be able to participate in the greater world. What a kiddush Hashem that we can all be proud of. Oh, you're amazing. We don't spend enough time together, Rabbi Goldberg. It's as simple as that. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> couldn't agree more. <laughs> I gotta come back to Boca already. This is ridiculous. Come down for a Hamish Purim. <laughs> the fights, I understand, are pretty cheap these days. <laughs> so I hear. I don't know if they'd recommend that one fly, but certainly the prices are good, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. And that that's car right. that corridor between New York and Florida, which really heats up this time of year. I wonder what's going to happen over the next few weeks, you know? It'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm worried. I hope people are talking about Pesach because I don't know what will be with the Pesach programs. And, right. and not even as a joke, but in all seriousness, people have never made Pesach before. Right. And, you know, what will be with an inventory of, of all the goods that we need for Pesach. And it's time to begin how this coronavirus is going to impact Pesach in the greater Jewish community. Unbelievable. All right. Thanks for uh, helping us with the World Zionist Congress. Uh, a topic and a very happy Purim to you, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. To you as well. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to talk to you. Freilich and Purim. Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg, spiritual leader, Boca Raton Synagogue, one of the absolute superstars in the world of the American rabbinate, and we love having him on. And yes, we got to spend more time with him. I got to get down to Boca and do, do some more shows, frankly. Monday morning broadcast on this 
Tanis Esther, Erev Purim at JM in the AM. Submitted for your approval. A Purim predicament of particular proportions. A three-cornered crown quandary for a fellow from Connecticut. Meet Daniel K. A boy trapped in a man's body. Home, only moments before Shalach Manas are to go out, finds his house devoid and vacant of this imperatively important ingredient. Little does he realize that behind his door no longer sits steps to the street, but rather an entrance to... The Purim Zone.
Schlock Rock with Humintoshin. Mayor Weingarten is coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern Time with the Israel Show. He'll have plenty to talk about, and we'll speak with him in a second. If you want to know why we call them Humintoshin, guess what? you got to make sure to, uh, to tune in tomorrow morning on a Purim edition of JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten, um, Erev Purim Sameach to you, sir. V'chein Lamar. Uh, am I right that you will not spend any time now explaining the word humantashin? You will only do it tomorrow morning sometime between 6 and 9 a.m.? That is correct. Wow! I can't even beg you to tell me why we no. call it humantashin right now. No. Wow. I-, I can give you one hint. Yeah, go ahead. That an apricot humantashin is a fake, fraud, and phony. Woohoo! I hope that means a mun humantashin is authentic, I hope. I, you know, I'm just. You're not saying another word. You're not saying another word. Not another word. <laughs> the, 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 now, if somebody, the, uh, if somebody, the recipe wa- is locked in a vault. If somebody wanted to hear this and they have to balance, balance listening to JM and the AM with Megillah reading, what time should they tune in tomorrow uh, morning? I, I don't know. I, I'll post it after. I'll, I'll let you know when I did it. Wow. You're you're being very uncooperative. I can't, I can't, you know how it is. It's live radio. The and, spirit of Adar has not permeated you. I see. Well, there's another spirit that's permeating me right now. Uh, you know what they say, Mishenichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha. You know that's that. true. And the word, you know, of the virus, the name of the virus also means crown, so it should relate somehow to Purim. Wow. Crown, Alpha, you know. Interesting. Yeah. And yesterday, Prime Minister Netanyahu was about to announce what the plan is going to be right. for people entering from the United States. And he said, oh, you know, my announcement is we'll let you know tomorrow. And I said, this is like Esther at the thing with Hamas. I thought, Ferris is what you, what, what would you like, Esther? Come, come back tomorrow, I'll tell you. What you you well, see? Come back tomorrow. If it, if it worked then, you know. Oh, my it, Lord. It, it's a system that's proven itself already, okay? Yeah, well. Depends for who. For Sony Israel, I guess. <laughs> My mother's first name was Esther. You know why? Why? Uh, because she was named Antonita Esther. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Hence the name Esther. In fact, the Siegel triplets and my mother share the same birthday. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Tanita Esther, as does. No, 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 not Tanita Esther. The birthday is the 12th oh, of Adar. Is, is, but is, both my mother and my daughter. Were named Antanitas there. Mm. Yeah. The boys weren't named till they're bris, but yeah. yes. Yeah. Anyway, I remember. I remember fondly. Yeah, a little Siegel history there for everybody. By the way, it'll all be in the book. Just hang on. <laughs> by the way, the birth. You ready for? You want to feel old, Mayor? Can I make you feel old for a second? Uh, I <laughs> I felt old when I read <laughs> that uh, one of the rabbinim said that if you're over sixty, you don't have to fast today, and I was like. Whoa! <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you sure you don't want to reduce? That's me. <laughs> That's yeah, right. sorry. Go ahead. Uh, triplets uh, born 22 years ago yesterday. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm saying now you feel old. 20, I know. Because years. I've been doing the perm show for 21 years. <laughs> Good point. Right. 
That's hilarious, but you're, but you're right about that. That's true. What a tradition. It's a, it's I thank a firm you. tradition. And I thank you for that, and everyone can hear Mayor tomorrow morning. Before we get to tomorrow morning, a lot's happening today between 9 and 10, just five minutes from now. Yes. You know, Mayor, it's funny, and we discussed this uh, on the air during the weekly update on Friday. Um, usually, when the election ends and the final count is being done, usually Lee Kud will gain a seat. But in this case, they, yeah. they were reduced by a seat or two. Yeah, the, the, well, it's, the system is very complex of, the, of what happens at the end because it, it's, all about, um, it, it's all about the remainders, right? right. If, if each seat, if, if to get a seat in the Knesset you need, let's say, 20,000 votes and a party gets 20,500 votes, what happens to those 500 votes? Where mm-hmm. do they go? And then there's two or three different steps of where those, and then so it could rock one way or the other, one seat this way, one seat that way, and it could end up in the craziest places. Wow. So, yeah, that's... <clears throat> so uh, you're going to explain why, with 58 seats on the right, the prime minister can or can't form a government. Cannot. You say cannot? Yeah. It's over. It'll be a fourth election. Well, it depends. What we're going to talk about is what Blue and White is doing, and that is uh, claiming that they're going to have the Arab party, with 15 seats, support them in one way or the other. From, from outside, from, from, from behind, from behind the curtain. Wow. But uh, the, uh, the, uh, they swore up and down before the elections they won't do that. So how are they going to get away with that? Wow. And the Arabs are saying, we're not doing anything behind a curtain anymore, either in the front door or not. So that's uh, so unity government seems to be the option, if not for the uh, if not for the um, yeah. But they also promised that they wouldn't sit with Netanyahu. Right, unity government without Netanyahu he leadingly could. That would work. Right, but without Netanyahu leadingly could is. You know, it's funny. On Monday, especially when you were doing the election special, it sounded like things were finally settling down. And now, and now a week later, it's all bedlam. I know. All I can tell people is don't listen to those three hours, please. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's just, uh, it is all right. ridiculous. And, and it happens every time. I fall for it every time. Mayor Weingarten with the Israel Show just three minutes from now. I got to go. Tomorrow morning. <laughs> A Purim spectacular. Tadar Rabbah ear and a happy Purim. Chag, uh, or Simchat Purim, I should say. Simchat Purim, Chag Purim the Sameach. There it everybody. is. Everybody, bye-bye. Mayor Weingarten, everybody. I know many of you say Weingarten, you Americanishers. It's Mayor Weingarten would be the right way of pronouncing it. Anyway, Mayor is next on the Israel Show, then uh, Yoni Pollock with some sports. Apparently there were some big basketball games yesterday, and hopefully they'll talk about the Yeshiva University Maccabees who are now 2-0 and in the uh, tournament, and uh, they're in the Sweet 16. And then at 11 o'clock, Jake Novak's going to talk about the, uh, the, the landscape change, both in the U.S. and in Israel, in terms of the uh, political landscape over the last few days. A lot of changes over the last few days. A lot of changes. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web, and Nachmazigal.com, and the Nachmazigal Network. And of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tanis Esther Erev Purim edition of JM in the AM. My thanks to Rabbi Kroll. And a big hello to the SAR communities and any other community that is uh, that is under quarantine at the moment. Uh, big thank you to Rabbi Goldberg, 
Big thank you to Mayor Weingarten. Big thank you to all of you for tuning in and being part of this amazing radio experience. Uh, Mayor is next. Tomorrow morning he'll be doing the uh, Purim special between 6 and 9 here during JMM. And Wednesday we'll have our Yeshiva League sports update and plenty more during a Shushan Purim edition of JMM. Don't forget Rabbi Pesach Krohn is here Thursday morning. Have a fabulous, wonderful, easy fast and a fabulous, wonderful holiday of Purim. Till Wednesday, Nachum Single reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>